and welcome to Kunda the Bull in the post-Jude Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete is back. Hey. I'm still going to keep introducing him as a guest. I'm going to introduce him as a guest forever. Yeah. <laughs> on probation, clearly. He's on the team now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether the Council of Twelve met. <laughs> as the orb had been pondered. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, yeah. he's stuck with me now, so tilt <laughs> He hasn't left. He's literally just sleeping on my sofa. <laughs> he doesn't whether we want him to or not. Yeah. <laughs> yes, today, uh, because of the ball, we like a bit of football. Pete, you into football? I haven't asked you. Into football? Yeah, yeah. ish. Yeah? Claire, you like a bit of footy? Oh, it's on, isn't it? It's your pick, so yes, I thought you might have liked is. it. It is. Well, yeah, I just, you know. There's a lot of corruption. She doesn't have a football team that she um, supports. No, I don't, no. But if it's on, I'll watch it. You know. It was Liverpool, aren't you? Liverpool, yes. Yeah. We are spoke about football. Yeah, yeah. I remember. It's not glory, because I've been a Liverpool supporter since I was about three. And you a lot of Liverpool fans about nowadays. So let's a lot of Liverpool it. fans around. I haven't had many years of glory in my lifetime. No, you've only had the couple oh, the Forest funding of me. <laughs> yeah, Mike <laughs> is a, a, a Nottingham <laughs> Forest fan. What sins? Life, At least people will know who Liverpool are. Who would he? I am a Blackburn Rovers fan who are flying high in the championship and I'm dreaming about promotion back to the Prem where we'll get fucking hammered every week until we come back down with our tail between our legs saying, sorry sir, we won't do that again for a while. <laughs> Still living the dream of 1995. Mm -hmm. Yes, the 1994-95 season. Yes, yeah, that's right. I remember it greatly. I really do. My, one of my best friends was a Blackburn fan. And I just remember yeah. him going crackers. Of Mike Newell and David May. There is more than three in the world, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay! But yeah, but we also like a bit of scandal and a bit of corruption. Well, we don't like it. Well, we like to talk about it <laughs> yeah. and, and roll our eyes and tut our tongues and wonder what's to be done with FIFA. <laughs> and set blatter. But yes, yeah, so when the two combine... We feel like we're on a comfortable, easy ground. And there may be some talk about football in this, in all fairness, rather than the corruption. And how awesome Mo Salah is. King Mo. Yeah. No one can deny it. Can't deny, deny it. You can't deny it. Doesn't matter it. who you support, does it? No, probably best can in the world at the moment, that. I'd yeah. say, yeah. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Even no. the United fans will, will tell you that. No. Right, so let's start by thanking some new returning listeners. San Bruno, California. I should point out this isn't the full list. I abridge it, obviously, to the new listener. This isn't our only listeners. We're 200 episodes in and I've just figured out I should tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is an abridge. It's the most interesting places on the list for me as I read them out. Um, Zurich in Switzerland listening to us in their nuclear bunker, I hope. I wonder if it's Sepp Blatter listening. <laughs> God, I hope not. He's going to like this episode. <laughs> Sepp, if you are listening, and that is you. You're going to learn some home truths, my friend. <laughs> Why does your name sound like Sepp Blatter? Because <laughs> his name's not Sepp. Isn't it? No, it's... It's Sepp Tick. It's a nickname. Blatter. It's a nickname. <laughs> Buenos Aires, Argentina. There was the Falklands-looking British... <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they still keep coming back. Kofu in Japan, Irvine, California, High Wycombe in the United Kingdom, Toledo in Spain, Fort Lauderdale in Florida, Rabat in Morocco, Dublin, Ireland, Guadalajara, Spain, Portugalville, Missouri, Bengaluru in India, Toronto, Canada, Telford, which is our hometown. Oh, hang on. Alison Vejo in California. Did that last week? Did, yeah. Yeah, got it. Got it. Then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
hop. There's no James Ben. Oh, yeah. She pronounces a H. You said Alison. There's no N. There. Aliso. 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 I said. They should just not bother, right? <laughs> should they? Just, just don't bother. And top is Ashburn, Virginia. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're always here. Thank you. You rock this podcast built on. Uh, <laughs> it's listener bases built on. <laughs> right. So football, and this isn't American football either, just because we have a lot this of American is listeners. Soccer. This is soccer, as you would call soccer. <laughs> and you do get a mention in here, briefly. Well, very briefly. <laughs> It starts in December 2010 when a Russia, of all places, is awarded. Are we going to explain what FIFA is? FIFA, oh, FIFA. You might not know. Oh, yeah, good point. But then again, if you are listening, I assume you know what FIFA means. FIFA is the world football governing body. Any rule changes, things like that, FIFA is the guys to go and see. And they host the World Cup every four and years. And they host the World Cup. Which is arguably the greatest tournament on earth. Yeah, yeah, I'd argue that. Yeah, well, it Someone is. The one of the, it's probably oh fuck the Olympics. It's two weeks of running and jumping. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think the arguments to be had like, other than either or other it. than Olympics, Olympics yeah. probably does get more viewers. I don't, I don't know. It's it's difficult, isn't it? Because mm. with Olympics, most countries have got somebody in it for the long road mm. kind of thing. Whereas within the foot within the World Cup for football. Come the second week, there's only a handful of teams left. And yeah, yeah, but it's just a, it's a knockout tournament, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. It's not a round robin like the Olympics. You can have it's a go until you can't do a sport. It's open to every country. My point of view in the world, really. Yeah, you, you may not get quite as many people watching it. But well, yeah, but look at the Olympic view like that. Are you, are you taking the Olympics as a whole viewership, or are you taking it as individual events? Well, the FA Cup, yeah. the FA Cup, the World Cup final. Yeah, it's probably, like, does probably get one over of the a biggest. Yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah. one of the biggest few things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. easily. Even even more even more than the Eurovision Song it, Contest. Yeah, and it is the stage. <laughs> it is the stage for the beautiful game, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, saying it's not always so beautiful. World Cup Italia '90 was the first time I ever watched any football. Yeah. And that was just captivating me. It was amazing. Even though the semi-final lost to Germany, I was in a German, half-German house, and they were supporting the Germans. So I think 96, because of my living in Saudi Arabia, I missed out on 92, 94. Probably a bit too young and un- uninterested. I mean, no one, in, no one in England watched 1994 anyway. It was a set in America, and uh, we didn't go to it. No, I watched enough. it. I I didn't I wasn't yeah. interested enough at that point to watch. Uh... I just got into football then, really, a couple of years. So I saw the World Cup in nineteen ninety, then the FA Cup final in ninety one, and then I was hooked. Mm. Yeah, ninety six would have been it would have been the Euro yeah. ninety six. That was when I kind of started to take a real interest in. Yeah, that was an amazing team. Yeah, it was. yeah, it yeah. really was. I think it just swept because that's the one that sticks out for me as the first. Yeah, it just swept the country, didn't that it? That goal Gazza scored against Scotland. Oh, with the little chip over the... Over Sir Colin Hendry. Landed on the volley. Yeah. Absolute stunner. So I've watched <laughs> that goal probably more than any other goal ever scored by any person. That's got to be up there with the best goals ever scored. Oh, yeah. Ever. Um, like, no matter who, ever, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Shame. Shame that we're talking about FIFA. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, we can mention UEFA briefly. They do the European side of things, yeah. but they're still. It's corrupt. It's corrupt. I was going to say, <laughs> I can't guarantee there's corruption within there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. We'll get into Yeah, we'll big. <laughs> so, December 2010, Russia gets awarded the 2018 World Cup, which was odd. But mm. understandable, in a way. 
Uh, even though it's so massive and it would just be completely impractical, wouldn't it? Because Russia was huge. Yeah. It was also a nightmare to get in and out of. These are very strict. The police are known for being notoriously uh, brutal. And the population isn't, let's say, as um, welcoming to people of certain races, genders, sexualities. Colour. Yeah. Colour. There would be a lot of teams that would struggle just with colour. I think because yeah. they are pretty pretty bad on that aren't they to be fair quite, yes. quite a racist and uh, let's not forget the probably the biggest problem for any country hosting the World Cup is football hooliganism yeah and your heavy handed police force yeah um, and you know the Russians have a reputation for being very violent football hooligans same as the English did back in the heyday of the 70s and 80s of English hooliganism oh, but I believe they were they do have like the worst record for it there's, there's teams I think they're Russian teams that have got the most notorious football. Oh yeah, because it's like a gangs. it's more like organised crime at that level. It almost turns into like mafia. Yes. What, what, what's the? It's not mafia, is it? Firms. Firms. Firms, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. No, it's basically it's still the same thing. It's still a mob. It's still an organised yeah. crime gang. It's just called a firm rather yeah. than because they're not related by blood. Because that's more to do with family, isn't it? The mafia. Yeah. And then Qatar gets the twenty twenty two hosting rights. The problem with that one is that Qatar has got no fucking infrastructure to host the World Cup. No. It's got to build every single stadium. It's got to build airports. It's got to build rail links. It's got to build hospitals. Not, well, yes, it probably has. It's got to build the infrastructure to accommodate, I don't know, a couple of million extra people turning up in its major cities. Mm. Yep. How much have they done? Because it's like 2022 now. Well, they should be finishing it. Do you know what, though? They don't have to worry about millions of people going into the cities anymore, do they? Well, that's true. Covid's got restrictions and that. Covid will put the kibosh on that. So when it was given, there was no such thing as Covid. The Chinese hadn't released it yet. Mm. And they were also going to do it in the summer. In the summer. Air-condition every stadium. Air-condition, so there you go, there's your environmental impact. That's not very green, is it? For air-conditioning, 80,000, 90,000-seater stadiums (laughs) to a... Moderate, nice, moderate, cool temperature in the middle of a fucking Qatari summer. It's going to get used for four weeks and then probably left to ruin. Yeah, but are they even going to be filled with 89,000 people? Well, not now, but they might have been at the yeah, time yeah. when they were awarded it. Was also, it's being built with slave labour. Yeah, so forget that. And um, the people are dying making this. Lots of people, well, not lots, but enough people are dying for this should to be an issue. Do we know what Qatar have built for this? They've what, got a building what has every stadium. Been done? Yeah, but you're saying like the infrastructure and things like that that would have to be put into place to accommodate for a couple of million extra people just yeah. jumping upon the yeah. big cities. That's fine. Surely out. they must have still put that infrastructure in place. No, they had nothing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, have they have they put any of that in place? Oh yeah, it's all being done as we speak. Yeah. So what what extra infrastructure have they still made? the extra infrastructure for yeah. a couple of million people. That's my point. Right. Or have they just gone, ah, it's all right, we can just build a couple of stadiums now and not worry. Well, should we look it up? Yeah. Today you've done some research, so what yeah, have you found? to build eight stadia and hugely redevelop one that's already there, the estimate includes hotels, roads, public spaces and other transport sort of mechanisms. Yeah. It's 220 billion. Wow. US. US dollars. Well, yeah. And then you've got the human cost of that, which could be as high as 7,000, but as low as three, depending on who you want to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, and mostly stadium and never used again. 
No, that's another thing you see. It's a all about the giving a country the, the World Cup is like saying you care enough about football to have this. Here's an upgrade. <laughs> you know, you care enough about football. It's sort of your national identity, your national national pastime. That's why America's only had it the once. They're getting you know? it again, aren't they? Well, they're going to have it again, but that's because of this scandal. Which means we'll probably get it. So, no, no, we won't get it because of the Euros. Fans were they well behaved at the final, were they? I think we're going back in for the 2030. No. It wasn't, we'll even our, it wasn't even our Euros, though. It wasn't even ours, though, was it? No, but it was shared. I don't think it'd be a while for the last time. It was the final at Wembley, didn't we? Yeah, but it and wasn't even ours, was it? No, no, not really. Whose was it supposed to be? Just shared that one. Whose was it supposed to be? Yeah, it was just shared. Yeah, they were just going to do it. Which was terrible. Was it I always going to be that way then? I don't know what UEFA are going to do <laughs> next, to be fair. Oh, I liked that it was shared then. No, no, it, it, oh, it, it no. kind of mixed it up a little bit, I guess. I think it, should, it makes it's fair, isn't it? They're all in the one place, playing the same country. Because England got to play the semi final and final at home, didn't we? We did, we played, I think we played four games at home. Yeah. People could say that that's why we did as well as we did. Yeah, it's probably. It did would have helped, but we yeah. didn't really have mass numbers of crowds in England. Most of them were England fans, weren't they? Wembley was fairly full for the final. It was for the final, yeah. wasn't it? Anyway, this is the Euros. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's the thing. You, it's saying, hey, you you care enough about football in your country as a national pastime that you can have this. You can have this prestige of hosting the World Cup. I think it's a good it, idea, actually, that it's gone to someone like Qatar. It's gone to another. Well, it gives continent. them an upgrade. It allows them to progress themselves further in football after the after the competition. It's a World Cup, isn't it? It's a World Cup, so why can't it be held in Africa yeah. and Asia? Yeah. Well, do you think they'll do it in Madagascar? Well, I don't know about Madagascar. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably I guess countries like, like Egypt that. next maybe yeah. or countries like that it's in, it's an impossibility, isn't it? Yeah. It's also remember you've got a terrorism threat. Oh, 2010 we haven't had oh, yeah, well, we're nine years deep balls deep into a war on terror at this point and you're giving a fucking the largest fucking public one of the largest public gatherings uh, in the Middle East is a hotbed of Islamic terrorism I don't think Qatar is is it? Yeah, people can infiltrate those. can they? I was going to say you're close enough though aren't they? They're close enough to like, you think yeah. of the surrounding countries it has you know I'm, I'm trying to think geography now I'm trying to look at a map in my head and I can't, also, can't see Qatar where it is. Do you know who's designing the, who designed the stadiums? Is it all their trivia? Here's a fucked up fact. Go on. The son of Albert Speer, the Nazi architect. His com- his arch- he's also an architect and he's the company who's designing these. Well, let's hope he's not completely like father, like <laughs> son, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hey, look nice and planned for that third Reich. <laughs> you know what? You crack an architect. You've got to get, and armaments minister doubled Germany's arm, armaments reduction even under 24-hour bombing raids from the Allies. They <laughs> <laughs> do have the advantage of a massive slave labour population, though. That helps. But still, it's an achievement. In fact, his son's able to work as an architect. I don't think even Spear was executed. I just think he had years in prison. He was out. Depends what he did, didn't he? I don't think he was linked to any of the uber Nazi stuff, like the Holocaust. He was armaments and architecture. I mean, he'd have been aware of it, obviously, because he's one of the inner circle. But he wouldn't have had a hand in organising it, I guess. Or maybe he was. He was a great organiser. Certainly wasn't linked to him anyway. We had to bring the Nazis back into, into it. Didn't I know we? you love it. Right? Everything's coming in, <laughs> <laughs> I know you love it. Every subject, don't they? Yeah. They didn't come into Robin Hood. 
No, they didn't. No, they didn't mention the Nazis. Didn't. No. <laughs> For what? More well, communist yeah. than any Robin Hood. That's the thing. It's yeah. <laughs> Moving forward to February 2011, FIFA's Ethics Committee upheld a three-year and one-year bans imposed respectively upon Executive Committee members Amos Adamu and Reynard Tremaini for breaches of FIFA's Code of Ethics following a Sunday Times of all people investigation into wrongdoing during the World Cup 2018 and 2022 bidding campaigns. Basically like, hey, did you uh, take some money for that? <laughs> them votes. A bit odd, them votes, isn't it? I never understood why these bids have to cost millions of pounds. No, no, me. No. But you're butchering them up to get your vote, aren't they? That's what it shouldn't be. You're right. They shouldn't be able to take massive donations, or they're certainly not meant to, but they are. I'm sure I've heard of to people say, giving um, watches and stuff. And well, Seth Blatter probably lives in a fucking Qatari villa in an oasis with several attractive young Russians right now. <laughs> You know, but I guarantee you that they took them out on the town, showed them a fucking good time, mm. got some young bird to shag them. Can we rely on your vote in the bidding process? I just bunged them a few million. Here's a 70,000 watch, vote for us. Be more to come. You That's like what it boils back. down to, but it should be. Well, you know what? Let's decide who's who this is going to benefit the best. Yeah, why doesn't all the countries in the world have one vote? Well, they do. It's their football associations. Why didn't, why didn't FIFA do an internal review? But people like, you know, so like people like looking Honduras and Guatemala have got the same say in the in the voting process as Britain, Germany, Italy and that. So it's all equal, yeah, it's all a wonderful ideal, but they're the guys who are getting bribed the most. Well, that they should ban them for five years or something. You, you can't vote on where it or, you know, the next X amount of World Cups. You're not allowed to vote because... Whoever's disgraced your country. Yeah, well, we'll find out what the what the rulings were later, I guess, will we? We will. Now, May 2011, FIFA suspends presidential candidate Mohammed bin Haman and Vice President Jack Warner pending an investigation to claims they offered financial incentives to members of the Caribbean Football Union. It then later drops a complaint against Blatter, the Caribbean Football Union. Okay. The Qatari 2022 team deny any wrongdoing with their winning bid, saying their name has been dragged to the mud for no reason and nothing to do with their immensely oil-rich company with money to burn. <laughs> country, I say company, country, not much difference. In June 2011, Bin Haram is found guilty of bribery and banned from all international and national football activity for life. Good. Yeah. Yeah. FIFA commissions a report into allegations of corruption in world football, which is led by former U.S. attorney and newly appointed head of FIFA's ethics committee, mi- mi- committee, sorry, Michael Garcia. Well, good luck to that. Yeah. And just one year later. Just one year later, the Sunday Times reports it's claimed hundreds of millions of documents, which it claims reveal that disgraced former FIFA executive committee member Bin Haman had made payments to football officials in return for votes for Qatar. What gets me, like, it takes them three years to kind of find that out. Then they'll argue, oh, we've pumped X amount of money into into the infrastructure now, and then you can't... Well, I guess that's it, we started... Yeah. In three years, a lot, can, a lot can be done in three years that they don't know about. That's the point. It takes them so long to get to these investigations and find out the information. That how much more did they miss along the way? 
Yeah, pretty thorough, though, aren't they? they mm. That's why it takes so long because Perhaps. they are thorough. I mean, he's produced a 430-page report into corruption. And he sent it to people. And then the best of it is, the very best of it is, they condense it down to 42 pages. What FIFA do? Yeah. Hans Johan Eckhart, chairman of the adjudical, adjudicatory, uh, adjudicatory right. uh, <laughs> chamber of FIFA's independent ethics committee, publishes a 42-page summary of Garcia's investigation. Takes out all the juicy stuff, leaves in, leaves 42 pages of the boring stuff, probably. Well, yeah. Leave out <laughs> all the juicy stuff, which... Yeah, it affects all the corruption and yeah, but that effectively confirmed Russia and Qatar as World Cup hosts after finding breaches by them were of very limited scope. That's what it said, but obviously they took out ninety percent of it. Yeah, but this is what happens when they regulate themselves. That's the point, isn't it? You regulate yourself. You're never going to find yourself guilty, are you? Oh, I'm the judge. <laughs> I'm not guilty. <laughs> Fantastic. Four hundred and thirty pages. Nah, nah, a lot of this. <laughs> I wipe my ass on some of it. I don't know. Um, oh, there's a picture of a cock I drew the other night. Yeah, just 42 pages. That's enough. <laughs> That'll do. Just take out all the juicy stuff. And yeah, they, they may have made a few fucking little cheeky gifts, let's say. But that's about it. Who doesn't have your gift now and again? Enough to get him into trouble. But not enough to get him into the trouble they should have gotten into. Yeah, because remember, he's already been found guilty. So you've got to find something. Haven't you? Otherwise, he's, that, make, he's already been found guilty, so make him the scapegoat. Yeah. He's banned from all football for the rest of his life. He can't do nothing. He's never come back to haunt us. Yeah, FIFA lodges a criminal complaint with the Swiss Attorney General of a possible misconduct by individuals who insist the investigation into the bidding process for the two World Cups is concluded. Of course, that's what they wanted. Yeah. Garcia, in all fairness to him again, calls the summary incomplete and erroneous and launches an appeal against it. So, Garcia. Is the only honest man in the room in this scenario, yeah. isn't he? Because he's the yeah. one going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, the hand has been forced now to have had to change the guy at the FIFA Ethics Committee, haven't they? Yep. And they've had to put this guy in. Is they must know is, you know, a bit of a gonna find shit. Yeah, but then we put that back to ourselves. You put it back to yourselves, didn't you? They've hired him to root, say, well, all right, tell us all the stuff that went on. Yeah, he's found it, and then they've, yeah. they've took all the juicy stuff out. Yeah, they've given, he's, he's handed it to the FIFA Ethics Committee, yeah. and, gone, and he's gone, all right, we'll send it. Don't, we'll take that. Oh, he is the FIFA Ethics Yeah, well, the deputy stepped in and gone... Rrr. He sent it to FIFA, and they've mm. produced a summary. Yeah. Which he says is incomplete and erroneous. No shit. Yeah. Mm. And he's even appealed against it. Garcia loses his appeal in December 2014... He resigns as FIFA's Good independent ethics investigator. Ah, he was independent. Yeah. That explains everything, doesn't it? They were forced to get an independent ethics committee. Mm-hmm. And then he handed it to FIFA's ethics yeah. committee, who went, nope. Yeah. He criticised FIFA's lack of leadership and said that he cannot change the culture of the world governing body. FIFA executives agreed to publish a legally appropriate version of the report, but this has yet to happen. Uh just so blatant isn't it you know yeah yep. oh, it's a may 2015 we're up to mm-hmm. the end of may the u.s department of justice arrested seven officials from fifa the governing body of international soccer hours later swiss officials opened a parallel investigation concerning the bidding process of the 2018 russia and 22 2022 qatari world cups so because a US attorney has basically gone uh, dodgy as fuck, mm-hmm. 
The US Department of Justice and the US government, of course, which had submitted a substantial bid to FIFA to have the World Cup when they feel that Russia and Qatar are both clearly less soccery than them and they should have it because they've got everything there yeah. and they don't need to spend 220 billion no. you know give it to Qatar in a few years build the stuff build it first you know you want it build it we'll consider you if not you've just upgraded your infrastructure well done but yeah, so they got pissed and then the Swiss got involved as well. In the first investigation, the US Department of Justice alleges that sports marketing executives, agents in other words, allegedly paid more than 150 million US dollars in bribes to FIFA officials to secure broadcast rights. Nine soccer officials and five sports executives were indicated. Indicted. Indicted. <laughs> indicated, indicted, it's all the same, you're fucked. <laughs> now, acting as an informant, former FIFA official Chuck Blazer admitted to taking bribes in exchange for awarding the 1998 World Cup to France and the 2010 World Cup to South Africa. You know it's been going on all along, don't you? Yeah. Of course it has. Yeah, because the French hadn't had long... They'd had the Euros. They had the Euros and the World Cup back-to-back, -back, didn't they? France 98 was the World Cup, mm -hmm. and I'm sure Euro 2000 was in France. No, it was Belgium and Holland, wasn't it? Well, they had it not long after, because they were simultaneous champions at one point. Yeah, they were, they yeah. were in the Euros in 2000, but I don't yeah. think it was in France. No, well, they had it not long after. 2002, 2004, maybe? 2000... They had the World Cup again, didn't they? 2006? That's right, they did. No, it was, it was two, no, yeah, was yeah. that Germany? Yeah, Germany, uh, Germany. Uh, what were they playing in yeah, France when there was those people with the grenades? Say again? There was like a big game in France. And then they, they had like people with grenades, didn't they? Like I never heard that. No, yeah. you don't think of that concert, are you? It turned into a terrorist attack. Might have been a concert in like a football stadium yeah. in France. I mean, I reckon the corruption goes way back. <laughs> I mean, in 78 it was Argentina and they were, what do you call it, a military dictatorship? Oh, they were, yeah. Mm. In Italy in thirty-eight, you know, yeah, the Mussolini, they were fascists. Yeah, it probably does. Yeah, it probably does. Yeah, but I think Seth Blatter certainly, there was corruption. He accelerated it, didn't he? Oh God, yeah. Oh, he swept under the carpet as long as he got his cut. He's running it like a firm, isn't he? I bet they had to pay tribute to him. He's not still in charge, is he? No, no, he resigned. He resigned straight after this all broke. So the US is investigating the bribes relating to broadcast rights, but also found evidence of World Cup bid bribes too. The Department of Justice mainly charges mainly concern the allocation of soccer broadcast rights in the Western Hemisphere. Investigators charge that officials from FIFA and CONCACAV, FIFA's governing body for Central and North America, yeah. solicited and accepted bribes from sports marketing executives in exchange of broadcast rights to the World Cup and other tournaments, which they then sold to other oh, broadcasters. So in a way, it's almost like, remember the Untouchables, where they can't get Capone for all the heinous shit he's mm -hmm. done, but they can get him on tax evasion. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of that version, isn't it? It's like, we know you've taken bribes, but we can't quite prove that yet, but we can get you on selling this. These they can get them on bribes, can't they? They can't, they haven't got, they're not quite with that yet, but this is a chance to, they know they've done it, they haven't got, this, hard this is what they're charging evidence. them with at the moment. It's hard to have. Give, give evidence to. Like, once Sky gets money. all the the football and that, 
And only the football channels, you don't get yeah. it on terrestrial TV and stuff, no. Yeah, this is a, yeah, well, yeah. They are charging them for the bribes. They're charging them for the bribes to the TV companies, yeah. but not the bribes to the World Cup votes. Right. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Mm. And those executives from South, Central, and North America allegedly paid more than $150 million in bribes and kickbacks to FIFA officials. Quote the journalist who wrote it, Amanda Taub, she's FIFA officials treated their positions like toll booths, extracting bribes from marketing organisations that needed their signatures or cooperation. So, you know, why is Pepsi... Pay for access, don't you? Yeah. You know, the official beer of the World Cup. The, was, yeah, that's what you want. The official beer of the World Cup and that's a, a, a sporting, you know, promotes athleticism. Now, nah, get drunk and watch this, you'll never be like them. <laughs> well, that's ridiculous, isn't it? It's great when Cristiano Ronaldo, when he was on live TV, when he, he had two bottles of Coke. That's right. Put, pushed position, him away, didn't he? Yeah, called for water. Yeah, but that oh, guy's just a perfectionist, though. Isn't he, he lost millions on the stock exchange because of that. Did they? Yeah. Maybe he was snubbed by Coke back in the day. No, but that guy doesn't put anything into his body apart from. That's it. He was like, no, he was like water stuff. kids or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the only things I've ever respected he, that he's done. Yeah. Well. I respect him. He's a good footballer. Yeah. But I don't like him as a person. He's such a smug. Turd, I think. Yeah, I think he has to be, doesn't he? You've, you've got to be if you're him, though, haven't you? Yeah, maybe. But then yeah. Zlatan's the same, but he does it with a bit more humour, doesn't he? Yeah. Zlatan's got Caesar complex. He, like, <laughs> refers to himself in the third person all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's an issue for me. Is I always think that guy's a bit of a maniac if you're referring to yourself <laughs> in the third person all the time. <laughs> Pete always does that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to have some balls to carry that off, haven't you? Yeah. You have, yeah. But he has, he's got massive steel balls that he hanged down past his knees. Just a bit. He destroyed Ryan Shaw crossing that one England game. He did. He destroyed his, his fledgling international career and his confidence as a player. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. It wasn't beautiful because <laughs> it was Ryan Shaw crossing. It was decent, but he could have had potential. Destroyed his career. Just, yeah. Yeah. He could done by Zlatan and that was it. It's a friendly against Sweden, wasn't mm. it? Did him from about 35 yards. Had a trick on it. Something like that. Yeah. He scored four and just completely showed up short across, didn't he? He did. He did. <laughs> Poor Shawcross. RIPD to Ryan Shawcross's career. However, during the investigation, the Department of Justice has uncovered evidence of other sorts of bribery, in particular while pleading guilty and acting as an informant. Former FIFA executive Chuck Blazier admitted to soliciting and accepting bribes during the process of awarding the 1998 World Cup to France and the 2010 World Cup to South Africa, which is England fans we don't talk about. The 2010 World Cup. Is that the one where we just got booted out in the first round? No, we went we to Germany 4-2. 4-1. 4-1. Should have been 4-2. Should have been 4-2. We could have equalised at half-time, but Lampard's goal was disallowed, which it was always going to be. We can't have that going... On the big screen, the fans of the know. stadium could see it go over the, I know, line, the replay. The, yeah. And the ref must have been able to see it. Yeah. And they couldn't give it, could they? Because we had no VAR at that point. Yeah. But we were shit. We got a 0 0 draw with Algeria. Oh, off Matthew Upson at the back. Oof. Jermaine Defoe up front. I mean, he was alright, but wasn't world class, was he? Nah, and then we had Rob Green in goal for the oh, first game against the US. What a cloud. We drew one all. We started off the first four minutes. We were at the club watching that match, weren't we, against yeah. the US at the Foresters? Yeah. 
We went to the forest to watch. Well, they had the big screen so TV at the back. Didn't mean you go and, Claire, go and watch the Germany England Germany game. Yeah. yeah. Went down there, yeah. Uh, it was a good pub, that. I've been there for ages. Now, also, the Russia and Qatar World Cup's bidding processes are being investigated as well by the Department of Justice and the Swiss Office of the Attorney. They are investigating FIFA on suspicion of criminal mismanagement and of money laundering in connection with the allocation of the 2018 and 2022 World Cups. And these World Cups are obviously awarded to Russia and Qatar respectively after a vote by FIFA's executive committee, which Blazer was still serving on. So he probably took some money, didn't he? <laughs> Everyone else is doing it, he'll chucks in there too. Well, there's bribes, there's chuck. <laughs> it doesn't seem that way, doesn't it? It does seem that way. You know, I'll admit to those other ones, but you're not getting me for this one, alright? I bet that was his fucking plea bargain. I'll inform for you, I'll admit to a couple, but you're not getting me on this one. But we all knew they were corrupt for years, decades, wasn't it? Yeah. Was he in joke? Yeah. And the Everyone knew FIFA was corrupt. If you knew about football, you knew FIFA were corrupt. Seth Blatter's had a net worth of 40 million. Mm. But I think he still has. You know, fuck me. How does he get that much by just being president of King FIFA? How much does he get paid? Well, not 40 million for the deals he's done, I'd imagine. Uh, Swiss officials are interviewing 10 FIFA executive committee members who were part of the bidding process back in 2010 and have seized some banking records and other files. Blazer's admission of bribery during previous bidding processes makes it seem more likely they'll find new evidence. Yeah, I think they will. When was this article? Uh, 2015, they did find new evidence because Blatter's being charged as we as we speak. There we go, then. So Blatter resigned immediately, days after winning re-election to a fifth yeah. term. Wasn't charged. Who's elected in the... <sighs> All the people that he's been paying. All the, yeah, all the people that maybe he doesn't Getting take back. back no, all the people that he lets have get, back hand yeah. and that. Yeah. So I don't think he, maybe he didn't receive any money, but he's allowing it to happen and saying, oh, I know you took that bribe, I want your vote for president. Yeah. I want your yeah. vote, I want your vote. That's how, it, that's how it works, isn't it? Anybody gets a nice old gift as well. Yeah, of course. He pays himself a pretty penny as well. I mean, I'm sure he gets a nice salary and oh, pension. Pension, but he gets chauffeured around everywhere. But he has a company credit card, no limit. Oh yeah, he's, that's how you, but that's how you stay rich, and you don't spend your own money. Yeah, they don't, do they? No, they spend the company's money. They don't pay the taxes and they don't spend it. No, and it's Sorry. like film stars at Oscars, and they get given all this shit for free. Yeah, yeah. It makes you angry, that doesn't it? When they're all getting like iPads and shit like that. And you're like, why are you giving these guys iPads? I yeah. mean, to be fair, some of them do give it to charity, don't they? Mm-hmm. I've heard of some actors that actually do that. But You'd hope so. Well, the world is fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, why's no one giving me an iPad? <laughs> Socialism for the rich, and it's rugged capitalism for the poor. Mm. Ooh, I like that word, though, rugged. It is. It's very true. Mm. Fucking FIFA, though, eh? Yep. Dodgy Clats. bastards. Dodgy bastards. But it's like a metaphor for the whole system of government. Do you get what you're saying, Mike? Yeah, yeah totally. It's all corrupted, it? Anybody yeah. who's in power of a big a big organisation, whether it's a country, a, a, a pharmaceutical, a, a football organisation, they're all corrupt. Yeah, so they get well, down in the first place. I was going to say, you don't get that kind yeah. of money without corruption, but yeah. there's corruption in a... Money in a legal way that kind of, I don't know, 
gets them there in the first place, and then they do a lot of non-legal mm. stuff that gives them the super boosts. But nine times out of ten, they've already had a bit of cash, though, haven't they? Mm. Yeah. But where's that come from? Probably dodgy stuff. Yeah, you have to ask. You have to ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to ask where anybody gets all their money from. Usually uh, inherited. Yeah, from very dodgy people uh, back in history who were perhaps slave owners. And, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That was what or, through my head. chaps in plate armour who just stole their money with the sword point. Yeah. Now, there are a few that work legally and, and do it the right way, but I bet you there's a lot that are fucking crooked, I bet you. I reckon there's more crooked rich people. Yeah. Certainly in their, in their past, honest. anyway, if they've inherited it. Yeah. I don't understand why it's got to be the US and the Swiss that are coming cracking down, you know, when it's... Yeah, where's the... Where's well, I think it's because the US... Where are we? They were the US getting were, paid off. The US were pissed that they got snubbed for Qatar. Yeah. Yeah. Because they bid for the 2022 World Cup. So they, they thought, oh, I've started investigating some of this dodgy year. That's what I think it is. So it, is a, yeah. it is a little bit of a case of sour grapes that they went in and investigated it, but at the same time... And they found shit. The fact they found shit... <laughs> Says everything, but it, like I say, it was a running joke. And, it, and the, the guy, the, the England uh, leader of England's bid, reported that he'd been asked for millions of dollars and other bribes in exchange for votes. Two members of the uh, executive committee are actually suspended before the vote due to the allegations, so they still let the vote go ahead, even though two of them have been suspended for corruption. Yeah, and they're saying that it goes all the way back to 1974 when Blatter. Got on the picture, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, because he's just basically just knew all about the prize. He just covered them up. But I bet you he took a backhander. But he got he got the votes of president, didn't he? That's what he was doing it for. Yeah, he got that. But he also got his backhander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous that it you know it become a, a running joke. If it become a running joke, why wasn't it investigated earlier? Because he was is rich and powerful, and rich and powerful get away with things for a long time. Look at Epstein. Mm-hmm. How long do you think she's got left to live? <laughs> well, I need to do an episode on this shortly because she's been found guilty and Prince Andrew's implicated. You see that they... Hang on, just brief tangent. You see they want the, the US lawyers representing that girl uh, want him to t- have some kind of doctor say that he physically can't sweat. Yeah. They want a group of doctors to say, you, are, you can't sweat, fucking prove it. He sweated all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope they've gone back... to rain. It does sound that way, doesn't it? I can hear the noise of it. It's peeing down, by the way, in England. I couldn't hear As usual. (laughs) I would hope they go to that pizza place in Woking. Uh, They might have the CCTV, (laughs) though. It isn't that long ago. You might have witnesses. There might be someone who works there since that time. At that time. And they they remember it. Or they don't remember it. Or know someone that does Everyone will will remember a fucking prince coming. The day the prince and... Ice like skin came to the Woking <laughs> Pizza Hut on yeah, a hot summer's day. What? Unless he announced himself as the prince, unless he went, there'd there be security there. Andrew. Oh, the second oh. he opened his mouth, you know it was him, don't yeah, you? But, yeah. But would you, if you if you were out working at a pizza place and this posh guy just come and ordered a pizza, you may not think anything of it. Because it's not like he's the most public. No, but he's, he's there as a guest at a birthday yeah. party. His daughter. It's, it's a group. It's a group. The staff thing. will be told. Uh, look, the prince uh, well, is coming. Uh, yeah, it would be a busy day. Yeah. Like, he'd have security. It'd be a private function, private wouldn't function, it? Private function, I should imagine. Mm. Mm. I, I remember what it was like when I saw Princess Anne at the um, gardens in Telford Town Centre last year. She was planting a little tree, 
and we couldn't get anywhere near her. Like there was like loads of security dotted around the place, mm. and we had to get guided by one of the people that worked there. They had to like take us around there, and like, oh, can you just wait here because she's just planting the tree. We were looking, and we weren't even allowed to bring our phones out to take a picture. Well, because we could see her, we were looking at it. It's like oh, there's Princess Anne. Mm. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, Prince Andrew. So yeah, you can imagine there'd have been a lot of security. Yeah, there's actually some evidence suggests that he let them use the Queen's royal cabinet to one of her estates. Huh. Yeah, there's a picture going around with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Now let's let a fee for a second. <laughs> it essentially, operates with impunity or did operate with impunity. It's not really Blatter's problem to have a large or any other specific fee for a fish is the fact that FIFA falls into a legal grey area. It's not a business, it's not a government organisation. Oh. What is it then? Like a <laughs> members club. Yeah. It's like if we started a bowling league in our hometown and we got together and decided to govern ourselves. But it's a members club that's at the big time and no one really cares what we do with our bowling league or if we run it like dictators. But FIFA has gotten to the point where, in terms of scale, it has characteristics of a governmental organisation or a big business. It's neither. That's where it falls in the grey area. As long as they pay their taxes. Private club. Private yeah. club. If you're private club, you can have your own rules as long as it isn't breaking the law. As long as you pay your taxes. Yeah. Probably something to do with the Masons and that then. <laughs> but yeah, I'd imagine there's probably a few Freemasons in FIFA. You know, weirdly, you know, right? I got a targeted ad on Facebook saying that I can join the Masons if you want. You haven't got to be invited. Become a Freemason. Oh, what? Did you press it? No. I was a little bit disgusted that I'd mentioned, I wonder if I'll get invited to join the Masons, you know, my counsellor. To you two, I think I mentioned it off air. Mm. As a joke, like, I wonder if they'll invite me to join the Masons. And then I get a targeted ad for Facebook asking me if I want to join the Masons. Uh. My God, I wonder if that's the sign. It's the Illuminati. They've you know, recruited me. <laughs> <laughs> Through Facebook. <laughs> that's a targeted ad specifically to me. Yeah. It's you have to go to your handler, Wayne Rooney. <laughs> no, but he swings of a tyre. <laughs> He's in the Illuminati. He's not in the Illuminati. He wishes he was. Yeah, it's like his hair grew back all miraculously. Yeah, that's the Illuminati for you. Strange that was. Yeah. Bend in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think I'd rather have a shaved head nowadays rather than hair. Sorry, it's just easier. I'm not going to have a I can do it myself at home. Mm-hmm. Always easy going to have an haircut, always left it too long. I mean, I'm bored very right early, so it didn't matter. You want to carry on that quote, the last few lines? Yep. We have rules for how these organisations are supposed to behave. The fact that FIFA has gotten so big without any of the same rules is really what's led to its corruption. So it's become too big for, to fail as well, hasn't it? Of course, I guess. Yeah, and they were ruling themselves, obviously, for decades, and it, it's like, it hey, obviously wasn't working. Yeah, what do FIFA do? Well, they govern the game and they host the World Cup every four years. And if your president at the top is encouraging corruption so that he can stay in his position, it's got no chance, has it? Any whistleblowers are going to be silenced and. Yeah. Seth Blatter knew it was all going on, man. He was like a fucking. running like a mafia. Yeah. Basically, he's, everyone's getting bribes and they're all paying a little bit to him, and he says, all right, well, I won't say nothing, but I want your vote. Maybe he got like 5% of every bribe. Has he done any time or anything for it? 
He's in investigation as we speak. We'll get to it at the end. Okay. But the latest update on his trial. Uh, now, obviously, what happened next was a, a bit unclear. Um, what do we know now? Because this is an old article. And well, what we know is that they've got a new, uh, new boss, haven't they? I forgot his name, but it sounds like a baby. Infantini. Infantini. <laughs> Blatter and uh, Platini, not Infantini, Platini. Oh my God, it's like a placenta and a baby, isn't it? Platini <laughs> sounds like a bit like placenta. Infantini is like a baby. <laughs> Weird. But Seth Blatter's so like, yeah, at this point there's an article now, it's, we've got, it's an interview with Seth, and it's a few years after. 2017. 2017. So he hasn't had the choice. He's, he's resigned and everything, and then he went away for a while. And now he's back. But basically, in the meantime, FIFA have got to prove that they're stamping this out. Yeah. So they've all been, basically, they've all been good boys for a while, as far as we're aware. But we'll get to the ongoing Set Blatter and Platini investigation at the end. Set Blatter. He says, like, the arrest of FIFA officials at the bar Olac Hotel in May 2015 and whether he was bitter at the US Attorney's General description of FIFA as a racketeering investigation. He replied, I was not bitter, I was shocked, and I've never recuperated about the shock. But now he was back up and battling, appealing to the Court of Arbitration for Sport against his Ethics Committee ban. He later lost that case. He has defended his record to the Swiss investigators, but he had time in his hands. This guy basically goes over for lunch with him. And he could not understand why the US had gone for him when he had supported their bid to host the 2022 World Cup. So he said, I supported the US. I wanted them to have it. Of course. Meet my Russian wife, Ivana. Sorry. Uh, I'm joking. He hasn't got a Russian wife that I know of. But I imagine the Russians probably gave him some women for a bit. And some Viagra. He confirmed what he had so often been speculated, that this uh, was part of his ultimate aspiration to claim a Nobel Prize, to be recognised to have made a major contribution to world peace. Fucking hell. He wants FIFA to have world, pe uh, world peace, well, he wants himself, but he's claiming it as FIFA. <laughs> Maybe a maniac, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. Uh, peace. He, say, yeah. he says he didn't want it personally, but for FIFA, for the game, we had meetings with the Nobel Prize organisation. I was there, and I was what I was really asking for was the Nobel Prize for football, not for a man. It's it's a movement. It's for FIFA, but he's the guy that's going to accept it. It's going to it's going to live in his office. Yeah. It's going to go to his house until he's dead. Yeah. And in all intents and purposes, he's going to have a Nobel Peace Prize, isn't he? Yeah, it's going to have his name on the certificate or whatever. Surely accepted yeah. by on behalf yeah. of yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> football hooliganism as it is is he taking the piss yeah but what you can say is like oh you know we're having a I'm bringing peace to the Middle East for a month because we have the World Cup and everyone respects the World Cup even terrorists <laughs> yeah we'll see about that the security oh, got to be up the arse as well I wonder if that 220 billion includes a security that's going to have to be on site possibly well I don't know that's infrastructure cost isn't it really yeah Blatter, no blame Spatini, who was the French uh, football legend, who was in charge of UEFA, which is like the subcontractor of FIFA. Basically, they run the European side of things for them. See, they've got their own little branches, like I an Optimus. they be independent of them. Uh, they've got a... Nah, I think they're part... I think they're like subcontractors. Because you're always hearing about... They're like that There's always friction between FIFA and UEFA. Yeah, because UEFA's the 
biggest and best, isn't it? Once more, as I say, he's got all the footballing giants. Mm. So I South America has a bit of sway because he's got Brazil and Argentina and that. Maybe then, yeah. So he's blaming Platini now. He blames Platini. And the crucial votes the Frenchman took away after, from the US after his now famous lunch with then French President Nicolas Sarkozy and the Emir of Qatar. <laughs> nice privileged position to be in, isn't it? Yeah, I'd love yeah. to go for a lunch with Nicolas Sarkozy, his wife, and the Emir of Qatar. Actually, I'd fucking hate it. That'd be interesting, though, wouldn't it? Nice it's certainly off. ordered the lobster. Oh, fuck yeah, I've never <laughs> had lobster before, I'm over that. Lobster and melted butter, aren't they? Sound like that. It would be a posh surf and turf for me. Put <laughs> 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 some scampi on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd certainly want like the most expensive fillet or something and topped with lobster. Oh, I want it with fucking grated puffin, mate. <laughs> 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 on top. Uh, Which apparently Jeremy Clarkson was offered somewhere. I think he was in an Icelandic restaurant and he said yes and said it was delicious. What was he eating? He was eating. I can't remember what he was eating. He was offered grated baby seal. Baby it? seal, and they offered him grated puffin. I want to try some <laughs> grated puffin. Warden. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, so Blatter, who said that FIFA best argue, uh, who said new new FIFA best, sorry, argues that it is a distraction to look for bribery when it comes to the World Cup votes. <laughs> His argument is the US indictments accuse regional football chiefs of indulging in kickbacks on their own turf when selling TV rights. But he did not believe such practices determined World Cup votes. He goes on to say, the World Cups are not bought. They're influenced by political pressure. Sarkozy changed everything. He asked Platini to look for the interests of France and vote with his colleagues. He seethed after the lunch where Platini took up decisive votes with him, even though Platini had always said he made his own mind up. So Platini's going to blatter, yeah, yeah, I'm on your side. And then he's going, nope, actually disagree. Fuck you, Sepp. He wanted the top spot after Blatter's gone, didn't he? Because yeah. he's head of UEFA, he's going to have a bigger claim to it because they're, the, like I say, they're the biggest and the best. Yeah. Got the biggest clubs, haven't they? Mm. Now, he's convinced that the US authorities' investigations began from then and he railed at the Swiss authorities, cooperating so fully at the unfairness of it all. He accepted the American investigators appeared to have found major corruption, mentioning kickbacks on Copa America TV deals. But he argued that he had, it had nothing to do with FIFA itself. It involved the confederations over which he had no control. And he says, so why the hell should the FIFA president bear all the charges, the responsibility and the blame? Unbelievable, isn't it? Accountability. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's playing way. the victim now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a witch hunt. Yeah. He singled out the former Confederation of North Central American and Caribbean Association Football, or CONCACAF, President Jeff Webb as the most breathtaking scoundrel of all. And he recalled being at the publication of the CONCACAF Integrity Report, which identified all the alleged frauds of the former Secretary General and President Chuck Blazer and Jack Warner. And that Webb presented himself as a president for a new era of decency. Bless him. Ah. Uh, and now Webb's pleaded guilty to charge of corruption. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They just can't help themselves, can they? No. No, they can't. That's what you were saying before. Go with it. They just can't help themselves. Yeah. It's all greed, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's all greed. I mean, I assume that every sort of football club has to. Do they, do they contribute in some way to to FIFA financially? I'd imagine so. Yeah. 
Sort of a members well, tie. FIFA tax. FIFA tax. <laughs> and sponsorship and putting all, you know, the names around the side of stadium. The they probably make their money from sponsorship, don't they, more than anything. I mean, for World Cup rolls around every four years, immediately after one ends, the bidding starts for the for the next sort of who's going to be the official beer, who's going to have the TV rights. Coca-Cola, like it is Coca-Cola. has been for a long time. Yeah. Budweiser, sure. whoever, they're all all these big companies that's got coming in, offering you money, giving you donations. Well, that that that'll be how they're making their money. Oh they? yeah. And paying these executives. Yeah. So you'd, you'd argue that they're having enough in their pockets already, aren't they? These executives. Surely. Yeah, but money breeds money, doesn't it? And people always want more. Yeah, the higher up you are, the more money you're kind of being offered. So, <laughs> like greed, isn't it? It's just it's what it is. That's how it, it's how people get super really rich. Really rich. It's just and once you're rich, you just get richer, don't you? Because you don't have to pay for anything anymore. No, you're going out for nice fancy lunches, and you've got and capital, and you can invest that capital, and it can live off the. Mm. Well, yeah, maybe in exchange for Budweiser being the official beer, you get a nice little stock percentage. Mm. So all I'm saying is that you need money to make money. Yeah. When you've got money, you can barely you can. You can't. So easy to make more money. Yeah. Unless well, unless you're Robin Hood, the operator of the same policy, Mm. he always makes money. Should we carry on with this then? Last bit of himself. Of himself, he believed that the authorities would find nothing to incriminate him, how little he knows. He was still indignant he had lost the position he worked so hard for over the two million Swiss francs payment to Platini. He argued there was nothing wrong except a failure to note they had an oral agreement for Platini to be paid that amount of money. It had nothing to do with seeking Platini's support for the FIFA presidential election of 2011. <laughs> Platini said he was staying at UEFA and FIFA's ethics committee found it was not corruption or bribery. They just wanted to give him two million. Yeah, have two million. I up. just want to give you, mate. It's all yeah, right. You Please, have, have two million Swiss francs. What were they worth? They're quite, quite, quite... They're decent, aren't they, the Swiss francs? Because the Swiss, Swiss are pretty good at the old banking, aren't they? I'm just trying to think. Cause I remember what the old francs were... Like French francs, they were piss poor. They were times. like ten, ten to a pound, weren't they? It was pretty much. They did fell really bad at one point. Yeah, that's why they took the euro on. I just remember it being at one yeah. point it was about ten to a pound, but I'm pretty sure the Swiss was probably more equivalent to like a euro or something. If it's one point three five million pounds. Either way, so pretty sum. Yep. Blatter disagreed, and it was a conflict of interest at the time as well. And when I was banned, I was so surprised, he said. <laughs> you know, no guilt at all. This is the latest update from a month ago. And Sepp Blatter and Michael Bettini have been charged with fraud in Switzerland over 1.35 million payments. So they're getting sent down. Well, they're getting charged now. they got the evidence. This is dodgy as fuck. This is from the uh, 2nd of November 2021. The former FIFA officials, Sepp Blatter and Michael Bettini, were charged Michelle. with... Michelle. Platini were charged with fraud and other offences by Swiss prosecutors on Tuesday after investigating a controversial payment of 2 million Swiss francs, you know, the old 1.35 million quid, for six years. In six years I've been investigating that. <laughs> the 85-year-old blatter 
and 65-year-old former French international Platini now face a trial within months at a federal criminal court in Bellinzona. To quote the Swiss federal prosecutors, this payment damaged FIFA's assets and unlawfully enriched Platini. So finally they can let go, right, you've got no reason for doing that unless you're bribing him. Mm. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, the case in September 2015 ousted Blatter early as FIFA president and ended Platini's campaign. The then UEFA president to succeed his former mentor. That was always the plan. Yeah. It centres on Platini's written request to FIFA in January 2011 to be paid backdated additional salary for working as presidential advisor in Blatter's first term from 1998 to 2002. That's not bad, is it? Not at all. 1.35 million for four years' work. Yeah. In an advisory capacity. Yeah. I'd just about do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's the job I always want. I want to be an advisor. You've got no moral or legal obligation to the company. They're just paying you. Yeah. Mm. You just make suggestions. That's the job you want. Sort of player did, wasn't it? Yeah. He's gone around the world, all these dictators, and become their advisor. <laughs> me, has he? Yeah, didn't you realise? I, I knew he was giving the after dinner speeches. I didn't know he was going yeah. around looking like advising Ka dictators. Like Kazakhstan, stuff like that. And Is he? Yeah. Who? Tony Blair. Hmm. And we're paying for security when he does this. Oh, he's, is he part of the drive to drum up some kind of trade after Brexit? Must be something like I don't know. But like, send Tony Blair out. He's enriching himself. Oh, oh, yeah, of course he is. I mean, Prince Andrew was the fucking UK trade ambassador at one point. He was obviously using that position to fuck kids. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, but here's a government credit card, Prince Andrew, from one of the richest families in the country. There you go. Have a government credit card with unlimited money. Don't spend any of your own while you're staying at the Van Jeffrey FC's mansion, allegedly. And having sexual underage girls, allegedly. Veins of ice, that man. Veins of ice. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever told you that interview was grossly misinformed. Oh, Sorry, I just keep lying. It's just all I keep seeing is Prince Andrew memes on Facebook. It's wormed its way into my subconscious. <laughs> Can't stop laughing about how fucking shit that interview was. Blatter has been charged with fraud, mismanagement, misappropriation of FIFA funds and forgery of a document. Platini's been charged with fraud, misappropriation, forgery and as an accomplice to Blatter's alleged mismanagement. Uh, Platini was not placed under formal investigation until last year. And months later, the more serious allegation of fraud was included against both men. So it's only well, started this in 2015. So yeah, that's where we're up to now. But they're still not incarcerated. No, no, they're gonna have a trial yet. He'll die for you. No, he'll die for you. to jail. He's 85 yeah. for fuck's sake. I don't yeah. think they'll go to jail. They'll just pay massive fines. Yeah, they'll give, the, give the money back and a bit of a fine. They're old, they're not as ancient to anybody. If they're unwell they're as well, get, they're not. They're just going to get massive fines. That's not, I can't see them putting put them to jail. I think nah. it would be a bit harsh of them to put be put into jail, just because... It's fucking money, man. Yeah. No, they, they won't. No, nobody's been killed. Well, you, you hope. <laughs> you never know. You never know, but... 
set those 7,000 migrants potentially in Qatar. Well, well, oh, yeah, yeah, valid point. That's not really anything to do with FIFA, that's the way Qatar, the pressure, the way they have to build these eight stadia in two years kind of thing. Just think of all the fucking you know, the cost it's not only the two hundred and twenty billion, let me just briefly on it again. It's not only that, it's the lives, it's the fucking cost of the environment, you're gonna be air conditioning eight stadiums. Yeah. That's really that uses a lot of energy. And all the extra hotels they're gonna have to build. Hotels, the rail tracks, the land Hotel, hotels have got quite a fat carbon footprint. Yeah. All the flights over there. How many people are going to get in? How many people can they take? That's another thing. How many people are going to be allowed in? Another thing. I mean, what's the alcohol situation going to be like? It's Qatar. How good are their police going to be? How strict is Qatar on the Muslim religion? I like? think you're allowed to drink in certain hotels. areas. A bit like in um, Bahrain and places like that. Yeah. Because you go to a place like Saudi, you can't have any anywhere. Could reduce the hooliganism. Oh, can you in that place that's pretty much a little bit of America, does the oil mining, there's that film about it. Oh, cack, it's got Jamie Foxx in it. It's quite good. Oh, cack. Anyway, yeah, there's a place in Saudi Arabia that's basically all the Americans live in that one place. It's guarded by the Saudi army. It's a Mm -hmm. compound... Well, they're all the oil workers. Oh, they all have families. alcohol on the on the compounds. So they have alcohol in Saudi Arabia in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, we had alcohol. We used to call it Siddiqui. It was bought to us by Filipinos. Would just come onto the camp and they'd be selling water, yeah. bottled water, and it wasn't bottled water at all. It was a very, very, very strong, like ninety percent proof alcohol, and it was called Siddiqui, which is Arabic for friend. Is <laughs> it was, like moonshine? Oh yeah, <laughs> and it is stupidly strong. Filipino moonshine. <laughs> um, That's mad. Obviously, uh, this is going out to the world wide web now. Um, I didn't say this. This is all your imagination. <laughs> Nothing like that happens out there. It's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, obviously, places like that, they all do it. So yeah, it's it's mad. But you would want not want to get caught. No. If if they were caught running this essentially moonshine from camp to camp oh, they yeah, would be executed immediately executed. bloodily no they'd, they'd be executed publicly like yeah. they'd, they'd, they'd be made a thing of yeah it is mad though the fact that it's just in water bottles and obviously you have bottled water in Saudi yeah. anyway so trying to distinguish the two is could be tricky can be tricky yeah. when your mum's making your school dinner for you it's <laughs> five o'clock in the morning because you go to school at six Ooh. and she accidentally puts uh, the wrong bottled water in your drink and you get to school and have a drink and go spit it out thinking what the bloody hell's gone on here and I was only about nine or ten <laughs> yeah scary when you think about the implications of that <laughs> I know that in the first Gulf War they were like the RAF was smuggling it in in shampoo bottles <laughs> for their uh, grown crew and pilots of the other night off. And he's like, he was full of gin and they had already had the water, so they were just gin and water. Tidy. Happy days. <laughs> Worrying that they could be flying very expensive machines the next day, but still. Keeps morale up. Keeps morale up. <laughs> Let's close in thoughts on FIFA. Bastards, eh? That's all I'm going to say. 
cheeky bastards. Hopefully they've got some more good people in now. They're being good at the moment, or they're certainly being quietly good, let's put it that way. Yeah. Or they're just better at not being caught. Yeah, that's also a possibility. No <laughs> leaks anymore. Yeah. Need to keep that independent ethics committee. Totally. Mm. That's a must. Yeah, and because it's destroyed the image of the beautiful game, hasn't it? Of course yeah. it has. The beautiful game's image has been tarnished. We must expunge it. And they aren't football people. They're business people. I know. Apart from Platini. The odd few are, but most of them aren't, are they? This is where I go back to what I was saying earlier, that when I think we were off air, but I think you should have more footballers yeah. on this on these boards. They, Same they with the should FA. be the ones. Mm. Yeah, you've got these people in suits that the public don't elect them. No, there's Sir So-and-so and mm. Dwayne Davis, who's a businessman. Who's, who's put some money into a club at some point or made a donation to get on the board I don't know how it works no idea who's Dwayne Davis I have no idea he's made him up <laughs> Dwayne Dibley Dwayne Dibley I was going to say Dwayne Johnson I have to think of another name when you said Dwayne I didn't think Dibley that was, that was the first name that came Boys into my head Boys from the Dwarf Boys from the Dwarf you a big fan of Red Dwarf of course oh of course big fans here on this pod did you ever watch the American version? Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Terrible. Yeah. But still, I advise you to watch it on Netflix. I think it's, it might still be on Netflix. I'm not sure on that. You can find it on a torrent somewhere if you want to do it illegally, but I wouldn't recommend that, you know. Obviously, I wouldn't push that from a legal standpoint, but, you know. No. Watch it if you can, though. Very yeah. funny. Claire? Well, I said my piece. They should, they've, got, they've got to be more yeah. transparent, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Pete? I agree. That's that's about it, really. Just stop being dodgy and uh, yeah, just be more transparent. The football, do the talking. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, the beautiful game needs to be the beautiful game. Yeah. Stop spoiling it. You've got to have the infrastructure there before you can sort of you know put a bid in. Surely. Yeah. You know, it's no good rushing this shit through. That's it, isn't it? Well, Brazil did it. Was it Brazil? They, they rushed theirs. They rushed theirs through, and it was like it wasn't going to be ready in time. Luckily, it yeah. was just. Don't you slave labour to build the fucking stadiums? Yeah. That should go without saying. Can yeah. I just say, just skipping back a couple of points, the slave labour is terrible, but also, do you remember when Brazil was smashed 7 1 by Germany on home turf in the, mm. the semi final? Yeah. Just annihilated. Oh, that team was a, that German team was a good team. Remember when we annihilated Germany? Oh, five just one. recently yeah. <laughs> and again yeah. yeah that was beautiful uh, but that Thomas Mollabis yeah. yes oh changed the game that did yeah yeah who scored the first Sterling I forget now I think it was Kane Sterling, Sterling wasn't it? Uh, Kane got scored. the second Sterling got the first yeah. I'm sure he did in at the back post mm. yeah I, was, I, was, I just got here for that there were two second half goals it made me stay at work for the first half, even though it was dead, and the other shift were fully manned. And they made me stay until six, bastards. But they let me have the semi-final off, at least. <laughs> and I was just watching it on my phone, blatantly. It's like, what are you going to do? Discipline me? Okay, whatever. You're making me miss this. I haven't got to be here, it's quiet. I don't work for them anymore, so it's all right, they're cunts. <laughs> on that note, what do you want some fucked up facts? You got fucked up facts? We can do fucked up facts. Okay, can you have the theme tune, please? Facts, facts, facts fucked up facts, facts, facts. 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 facts.
the Spanish, the Spanish village of Tramoth was officially cursed and excommunicated by the Pope in 1511 for witchcraft. Neither the curse nor the excommunication have ever been lifted. Well, so all the baptisms are invalid then. <laughs> Maybe. Tramoth now crowns the woman who has best served the community Witch of the Year. Nice! <laughs> That's funny. Nice, I like it. Bloody Pope going around excommunicating things, using kids. <clears throat> Many common nicknames beginning with N came about from affectionate phrases where mine was used before the first name. Okay. Otherwise, like mine Johnny. No. Begin <laughs> with N. All right. So you got Ned. All right, my Ned would have been mine Edward. Okay. Okay. Okay, and and Nell would have been mine Eleanor. Right, okay. Yeah. Alright, interesting. Is that the only names that we can come up with? Well, that's the only one. Nigella. <laughs> My Nigel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of I can't think of any. Nicholas. Yeah, there we go. Got any of them? That's where it come from. Does anyone know what a mega flop is? A mega flop? That when you fall belly first into the pool by complete accident while trying to a dive. <laughs> I was thinking it was something that when you can't get it up. Mm. <laughs> like, oh God, mega flop. <laughs> no, and it's, it's sexy night and it's not happening. I'm even trying to thumb it in, but it's just not working. <laughs> it's mega flop. <laughs> I was thinking it was something to do with golf. Uh, no? No. <laughs> nice thought, but no. Sadly. It's a unit of computing speed equal to 1,048,576 floating point operations per second. Jolly <laughs> good. Right. Well, well it, was, it was not a remotely close to what we said. <laughs> okay. Next one, please. <laughs> In 1967, Hallmark cards sold paint-it-yourself paper dresses that cost $2, including the paint. Okay. Now I'm sure I saw one of them Have you? go for sale on one of these like bargain hunt uh, uh, things. I've been like a cash in your attic. It was one of those kind of programs yeah. anyway. And it went for sale and it, and it sold for quite a fair chunk. I can't remember whether it was, like, it might well have been hundreds. But it was just like, wow, it was quite an inexpensive thing. And I think it was yellow if I remember rightly, but it was paper. It, it was essentially paper. paper. Well, but it wasn't paper like you'd think paper. It's like a toughened paper. But still, but still very delicate. Oh. Very, very delicate. But yeah, and I think it was it had its value because it's such a rare thing because there's not many of them left. Yeah. Certainly Imagine from, the amount that got scrapped or, you know, people played with them or whatever. Yeah. And... You know, you're painting once, do not you? When you don't like it, you just get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I have seen one of those on, on cool. telly before. Well, I'd go with a bargain on. I'd love to go on it, I would. Yeah, because they buy some weird shit. Maybe we should have a go and see if yeah. we get on it. Yeah. They're crap. <laughs> they, they are, aren't contestants they? Contestants are well crap. Oh, yeah. yeah. I reckon I could do a lot better than half the contestants there. Yeah. Certainly by haggling, 
I'd, I'd definitely get him. I'm just not buying something stupid. Yeah. So like you go into yeah. auction, you better think about what people want to buy. Savvy, savvy they, buyers. They, they don't want to buy a shitty porcelain duck you just bought for 70 quid. Unless it's fucking rare as shit, which it isn't. What are you doing? No one's going to pay that for that. You find something old and valuable metal or something like gold or silver at the, at the worst. And you go, right, I'll have that because worst case, scrap. And you make sure you get it underneath scrap value. You're laughing. Yeah. So you'll never get less than scrap on an auction. And if it's something that's desirable, you might make... Oh, I'd love to do it, I would. Love to. Digress. Sorry, <laughs> tangent. Daytime TV tangent. Okay, next fact. Yep. During the Crimean War, the inventor of the saxophone, Adolphe Sax... Nice name. ...had an idea for a cannon that would be able to demolish a whole city by firing a 10-metre-wide shot weighing 550 tonnes. Wow. The unrealised weapon was to be called Saxo Cannon. <laughs> oh, wow. That's sexy as fuck. Go get the Saxo Cannon. Get the Saxo Cannon. So why was that never made then? Because he would have bankrupted a country to make it at the time. <laughs> Probably. How oh, heavy was the shot? 550 tonnes. 550 tonnes. Is it the, the diameter? 10 metres. 10 metres wide. That's one shell. That's one shell. Imagine the gunpowder. I mean, that's bigger than any naval gun ever. <laughs> it's bigger than any gun ever. I mean, a 16-inch naval gun fires a projectile that weighs as much as a small car mm. and needs four bags of powder to launch it to 20 kilometres. Imagine what that thing's going to fucking need to get it in the air. It would have to have its own rocket power essentially wouldn't it it would it, it, it'd be rocket power you couldn't just do it with gunpowder no 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 <laughs> that's hilarious but then he was proposing that in the Crimean War which was like 1853 <laughs> so it would have been shot it would have been shot yeah yeah and you've no, got to make no the thing and you, you've got to be able to make it so it fires more than one round why would you if it because it's being breech loaded isn't it it's being muzzle loaded the whole city down why would you need to shoot more than one round because you might need to take another city down. You'd just have a few of them, wouldn't you? Like you basically, thing. it would be the it'd be like a rail gun, but it would bigger. have to be a one-shot thing. Because to get the power to to make the thing it, just actually propel it. I mean, actually, the size of the breach on the thing that it would kill anything that it was using to propel off with the power it would need to. Right. Explode. There's, there's you know every I mean? chance the thing is just going to blow up as soon as you even pull the fucking cord. I mean, the breach on the thing would have to be immense. This is, I'm guessing, why it was never built. So am I. So am I. It would literally bankrupt a country's steel and iron reserves to make a fucking breach strong enough to take the force. And to build the railway tracks, you're going to have to fucking... Unless you're going to dig it in as a one-shot thing... Stick to your music, Adolfo. I don't think I don't think they were up in the Crimean War. I don't think they were up to breech loaders. I think they were still using muzzle loaders, the old cannons. So you got to lift that shot up to put in the fucking cannon <laughs> at a certain elevation, not all the way up. But this was designed by a drunken person. It was designed by a guy who invented a saxophone. <laughs> I mean, it was shaped like a giant saxophone. Yeah. They roll it. Roll it in like trap. What was funny <laughs> is when he was saying that article, that little fact. That is exactly how I was picturing it. Like, <laughs> 10 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Newfoundland, Canada is home to the small town of Dildo. Hey! In 2019, a porn website offered to run free advertising to support tourism to the town. Do they accept? It doesn't say. Oh, but they didn't. We can't be associated with that. Yeah, probably. But you said called Dildo. You might as well be, aren't you? Yeah, let's face it. The man who voiced Tigger in Winnie the Pooh also invented the first artificial heart. Wow. That's a cool fact. Yeah. That's awesome. No wonder he was what? always happy. Yeah. <laughs> wonder how bouncy he was. I imagine he was pretty happy most of the time, to be fair, wasn't he? I invented an artificial heart. Nothing's going to bring me down. In 1982, Key West in Florida declared itself independent of the US. Did it? Yeah. After declaring itself independent, the newly formed Conch Republic declared war on the US. Right. Surrendered one minute later. Yeah. And promptly requested $1 billion in foreign aid from the US. No! <laughs> Fantastic. I think we should try that. <laughs> this flat, Mike's flat now, is yeah. now a sovereign territory. We'll go and attack America. Go, oh, hold on, hold on. We made a mistake. Could you please give us some money, like to? <laughs> how, would, how would you go about it? <laughs> no one has to do it with Britain, will we? Yeah. But then they control all our electric heat, food supply and everything. That's the issue. We can't grow anything in Mike's flat. We've got to need a few blocks. We've got to take my force. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone want to hear the oldest surviving British joke? Go on then. It dates back to the 10th century. I may have done it before, I'm not sure. So Ben might know it. Is it the start Englishman, Irishman, Scottishman? Nope. Oh. What hangs at a man's thigh... It wants to poke the hole that it's often poked before. I know this. What are they? A key. <laughs> it's more of a riddle than a joke, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's, it's to make the dirty mind go, yeah. Willy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it's like a cock. Nothing's yeah. changed. We're still getting a cheap laugh over laughing at a dick. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. It's all British comedy is, really. Dick jokes. I had the misfortune to watch 20 minutes of a carry-on film this afternoon. It was fucking awful. <laughs> Not just because it's outdated, it was just fucking terrible. The script was awful, the storyline was paper thin, and even Barbara Windsor's tits couldn't save it. <laughs> and after a while, she just became annoying. Carry-on camping was the only good one. <laughs> I like carrying up the Kyber because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But when they've been shelled. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like, oh, what are we going to do about that? Well, we're just going to do what we usually do. We're just going to be British and pretend nothing's happening. <laughs> so the band are playing and everything, and they're eating dinner, and the plaster's coming down into the table and under the seat. Carrying abroad's quite, is all right. I don't know. That's where they go to the hotel, it's like 400. Oh, yeah, yeah. Either way, there was like three moments which are mildly funny. It's just shit. It was, mm. This is one of the worst ones. But they did what they could. Oh man, it's a problem with Christmas. They were of their time and era, weren't they? Yeah. Mm. I was playing a game on my phone, and I was like, just so I had one eye on it and one eye on the game, like, but concentrating on the game, just on in the background, flicking towards it in the meantime, and it was just like, oh, 
this is fucking awful. What the fuck am I watching this for? It's such a change of channel that I found something about aliens. I was quite happy. I bet you bust off it back in the day, though, when your mum and dad had it on or something. Nah. Nah? Nah. You bust off a carry-on film? No, we never watched them. Didn't you? No, my dad thought they were shit back then. See, they were... We went to the cinema to watch the last one. Nostalgic to me. Yeah. Do you remember the very last carry-on film? Carry on Columbus, like in the early nineties. They did basically recast everybody, didn't they? I think Julian Clare, he was in it. I think he was. It was awful. I never saw it. <laughs> it was awful <laughs> because I didn't want to see it because I always thought there was shit. My parents took me to see it to as a kid. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? That might be something you want to talk to a psychiatrist about. My parents <laughs> took me to watch Jurassic Park. Yeah, me. You know what I mean. Yeah, mate. Me too. Not bloody carry on Columbus. No, well, it was like, you know, I guess it was the no, most no, sort no. of family friendly film on at the time, maybe. I don't know, but. We put a sex with innuendo! And racism. <laughs> and casual, casual racism. And <laughs> <laughs> what I watched today was for 20 minutes. I think they're PGs, aren't they? <sighs> Probably not anymore. They are still PGs, yeah, so the maybe. Cut, though. But, yeah, they've been cut a bit. Well, that's very edited. You don't see as much Barbara Wings a side boob. You don't, although she was wearing a very revealing negligee earlier. Mm. She was a hot little mama though, wasn't she? Yeah, she was, but it's like, she, just her voice grates on me after a while. I can't deal with it. I have to gag her. <laughs> uh, think a way to do that nicely. There you go. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and finally, I'm finishing this one. Researchers at the University of Glasgow have created a phone that your dog can use to contact you. What? What's he going to say when he does? <laughs> Woof. <laughs> That's a pointless invention ever. What's he going to say? You're going to train the fucker from a puppy to then go, well, he's only going to press the food button, isn't he? What's he going to do if he says, come home? You can't just go, my dog's just texting me about something. Intruder. <laughs> I'm gonna do my dog just text me, but I'm gonna go home. <laughs> Shuttle over the furniture, I'm gonna get home. <laughs> he got into the fridge box. <laughs> Let me gabbin. <laughs> He's the place. You know, what can you fucking do? Right, I'm not sure it's a terrible that. idea. I like the idea of, you know, those ones that. It, it's a camera and they chuck out you can chuck out a treat from it yeah I like, okay you, yeah you know you just go on your phone get the app and you can like move it around see what your pet's doing I Isn't like that but yeah. I'm not sure about them calling you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah. no oh fucking hell I mean yeah what they got what they going to say <laughs> I do love the memes the text from dogs though have you ever seen that no oh you've never seen the text from dog it's on Facebook somewhere. There's a series of texting the dog. Oh, I can't even remember. What, if, it. if your dog was to text you, what would they say, sort of thing? It's like, yeah, hey, someone just ate your mail. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, yeah. This funny, this, they're quite funny. I can't remember what's on my head, but they're, they're quite. Yeah. A little bit of clickbait for you to scroll through. Cool. Right, that's the end then. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben. John Drink the Favourite. Don't join a cult. And uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud at Cutting the Bull in the PTA, Facebook, Cutting the Bull in the Post through the Apocalypse. He's got it right for once. Hey! And uh, YouTube at Apocalypse Ball. Yes. And Happy New Year. This is the first one we're recording of the new year.
Yep, I mean, Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Happy New Year. And I'll be fair, keep an open mind, but not so open that it spills out your ears. And Happy New Year. I've been Pete. I will still be Pete. Have a Happy New Year to everybody and hope this next year brings everybody much prosperity and fortune. Peace out.